What better way to listen to the Stay Woke podcast than listen to it wearing a Stay Woke or Wokest t-shirt? From royaltyshop.bigcartel.com. My personal favorite is the red and white one. So head over to royaltyshop.bigcartel.com to get one today. Again, that's royaltyshop.bigcartel.com. You're now tuned in to the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on thesonicbreakdown.com. Man, it's time to wake up. Time to wake up. Get this cake up. Get this cake up. Only thing I Welcome care back about to the Stay switching. Woke Podcast. And the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by thesonicbreakdown.com. So definitely head over and check out our articles or reviews. Also, uh, we definitely appreciate uh, everybody giving reviews. If you can give us a five-star review on iTunes, we definitely appreciate that. And uh, don't forget, you also can check us out on YouTube, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So head over there and check us out on those uh, platforms as well. But today, let's get right into it. Today's episode is going to be, of course, I had to bring your boy Trav on for another episode. We're going to talk about Style P Ghost album that recently came out, as well as Royce the Five Nines Book of Ryan. So we're going to check out both of those uh, projects. Let's let's get right into it. Let's start out with, I know this is uh, one that more resonated with you. And we're, let's start with Styles P's Ghost. Yes, indeed. So I didn't even know that this, I wasn't, I didn't know that he was coming out with a project at, at this time. I knew, I heard that he was coming out with a project, but I didn't think it was going to be, I thought it was going to be later in the year, um, personally. What about you? Uh, it was a little, no, it it wasn't very much promotion on it. I did know, but it was probably like a week or two in advance prior to the album dropping. Uh, what I knew was coming out, and I knew that I was going to get what I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely he definitely didn't disappoint. For let, actually, let's just you know start from the beginning. What were some of your favorite tracks from the project? Uh, morning, morning. I'm going through hell. I ain't going for I like the whole album. I, <laughs> I, look, I mean, I wrote through the whole album, but those two tracks kind of like had some, they had some lyricism in it that I, that I appreciated a great deal, those two tracks, but the whole album, let me have to ride through the whole album. So I didn't have to skip one track. For me, I'll say the same thing. Morning, Morning, that's really one, one that stands out. And then Windows to the Soul also stood out to me as well. Oh, yeah, I'm bugging. I, yeah. that, that's definitely one of yeah. my favorites. I'm, I'm super bugger. I didn't say that. Yes, that's definitely one of my favorites as well. But like I said, I like the whole album. But yeah, yeah, for Widow to Soul, probably my favorite track. And in comparison, how do you, how do you feel about this album in comparison to other Styles P's work? Well, you know, uh, the other one, G-Host, he, he he's back in his G-Host mode. That's why he did the album G-Host. Mm. Um, he, he's back in it. Um, the the production and 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 uh, the subject matter he's back in his own you know like before he was just kind of like balancing it out uh, with other projects uh, like his last album his last solo album was a little different mm-hmm. than this one um, but he's back on his beast mode G host lyrical hardcore but then also throwing some spiritual jewels inside of it as well when he get in that mode man you know. <laughs> You will get the best book from him, and lyrically, he definitely showed up. Absolutely. For me, again, uh, out of the two projects that we're reviewing and, and discussing today, Book of Ryan was resonated with me more than G Host or Ghost. What about this album resonated with you so much? 
Uh, it's not that it doesn't resonate with me. That I mean, I like I like Royce, man. Royce is definitely a talented lyrical dude. I just think this time around, some of the some of the songs stuff is a little thick, more like a conversation mm. than lyrics. I mean, the delivery of out to be, he was just kind of like talking to some of the songs. He, you know, I didn't like I didn't I wasn't really connecting with the way he was delivering his lyrics this time around. But the, the, the lyrics are definitely there, and the, you know the uh, the production is definitely there. I just felt like the way you delivered with some of these songs this time wasn't really kind of like uh you know up to my speed. But was yeah. definitely one of the top lyricists. I definitely appreciate the album because it was a personal album. Uh, it was a little bit more personal. It was a little bit more open with things that went on in his life. This album, I like it. It's just that I kind of like the sounds the album just a bit more. Definitely the production and and, and the delivery, mm, okay. absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, I'm, I put my zone listening to the Styles P. I didn't have to skip one track. You know, mm. it was straight. It was a, it was straight ride thing. Like every time I put the album on, I can I just ride it the whole thing through. I don't I don't have, I don't have to skip anything. You know what I mean? I can't do that with Royce's new album. But I can, you know, I can definitely do that with style. And so the production, the delivery, the, the lyricism, and, uh, you know, and of course, just the, just the flow of the album. Is there any particular theme that he talks about in um on, on Styles' album that really kind of stuck with you and, like, uh, or, or a line that kind of you can't really get out your mind? Yeah, that we, that, you know, that we pray for the wrong thing, you know. That one was kind of deep. Cats is paying for for coke connects instead of <laughs> instead of a better life for the for the sell coke. You know what I mean? You ask me, you pray God for the for the for Pablo Escobar connects instead of praying to God to to, to find a way to for some happiness or some kind of fulfillment. Um, so you don't have to sell coke. Like I'm just using that as an example. We didn't mm. actually say we yeah. said things of that nature, but you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a few things, man. It's a, you know, it's a few things you gotta. That was one of them. Yeah, definitely the tone. Um, especially like for me, the going back to Windows to the Soul, uh, that particular track, I just felt like he really expressed so much emotion and so much. I want to say frustration, but I, it's more than just frustration. So I, I just, th- to me, that track really kind of. I guess resonated with me the most, um, lyrically and yeah. and just on the emotional tone. Yeah, he uh, he showed emotion. He showed that he was spiritually or uh, um, in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he's constantly he's in tune with the Most High. And that's why I like the, I like I like that song a lot too. That's one that's one of my favorite tracks. Then you know, going through hell, uh, another track, the closing track. You can see that he the, the production that uh, I, I believe Graham Jones did that. And he he switched the beat up twice. It was at the two. I love when Styles go on a beat like that. He did that with Alphys a few times. Mm-hmm. When you get when the beat switches up, it's one track, but the switch the beat switches up, and he just kills both sides like him, like like his you know him going against himself. You know what I mean? Like two different styles in one, just going back and forth with himself on two different beats. You know. The yin and the yang, the, you know, the, the, the dark and the light, you know what I mean? The <laughs> yeah. switch up, positive and negative. Keep that balance. Oh, so you did that. Yeah, 
that yeah that balance he, he did that on that joint so you know what I mean like I said man I was I was just sitting with it. it was a few it was just a few more interesting things going on with the Styles album than 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 uh, Ross's that's I love Ross man you know definitely one of my one of the, one of the great lyricists of the game. What did you think about the What did you think about the features on, on uh, Styles' album? He kept it light, you know what I mean. As usual, you know what I mean. A couple local cats they deal with. Did any of them? Did any any of the features stand out to you in particular? Uh, no, really. You know, I was really I was really focused on Styles. Gotcha. It was cool. I mean, I I have a problem with the features. Just you know, I wasn't it didn't stand out like was a, a mega. Mm-hmm. A mega like you know future that 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 I'm gonna remember, you know. Gotcha. I kind of forgot it was on, it was featured. I was too much you know focused on styles joint, but I forgot when he was even on it. <laughs> uh, Nino Man and Dice Payne. Dice Payne is featured pretty heavily on this album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that dude's good. Nino Man is definitely gonna come up. Uh, we got a lot of tracks with Jada Kids. Yeah. Um, a lot of tracks for kids. That dude is nice. He was from Harlem. You know, man, he definitely carried on the torches and lyricism, lyricism from um, New York City. You know what I mean? From, from Harlem on a come up. You know, he's he's gonna be put in the realm of, of guys like uh like Dave East, Wells, Prado. He fits definitely in that lane. I'm definitely in tune with you know, man. It's just that was like I said, I was more focused on on styles. What he was saying, but you know, man, is definitely uh, on a come up. And he's definitely one to be to pay attention to. And it's probably coming from New York City. Yeah, the first time I heard Nino Man was um, on uh, Sway in the Morning a couple of years ago. Uh, I want to say maybe two years ago. Yeah, and he was he was he was going in. So um, so when I when I saw the the feature of Nino Man on here, not being on the East Coast, we don't get as much info or hear that much in regards to him. Um, as as right. you, as you guys would, so I was again pleasantly surprised to see him on this uh, featured on this album. Similar to you, there was no feature that really kind of stuck out and was like, "Oh, I have to go back to that track specifically to hear hear that line." I think this is a really good project. There are a couple of tracks that I do kind of skip because it just doesn't it doesn't hit with me. Um, but overall, I think it is a good project for me. The Royce of Five Nine, the personal aspect of it, really stood out to me just a little bit right. more. So I kind of want to transition into uh, talking about that Royce the Five Nine album. So Royce the Five Nine came out with the album called The Book of Ryan, and as you mentioned, it is very, is very personal. It's very uh, introspective. It's is really it. It feels like you are getting a curtain, uh, a peek behind his life. That's how detailed and personal it is, especially as you get through to the later tracks. Protecting Ryan, protecting Ryan, oh, yeah, strong yeah. friend. Uh, that last kind of quarter of the album, it gets heavy. And so I do agree with you in that regard. Of there are tracks that are so personal, heavy that you can't just put this on and play. You know? I, I mean, I, 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 that was the problem. None of the subject matter was a problem. That was definitely not a problem. I actually enjoyed the subject matter. I enjoyed it. It was a personal album. Um, that he was getting in tune, letting you know more information about himself and his family and his brother 
and relationship with his father and things of that nature. It was just that similar way he delivered the lyricism. No, I sound like some, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I I think, and for me, for me, it worked, and I can see why it wouldn't work for you because that's kind of the same issue that I had with uh, Logic's Everybody album. There was parts of the tracks where I was like, I don't have a problem with his subject matter. It just, it just felt like I didn't want him to talk. I'd rather him find some other way to deliver it. That made because right. for me, it took me out of the music. It took me out of uh, out of the the sonic properties of the music and made me just listening to him talk. Um, where right. So, so I definitely can relate and understand how you're feeling about that. But for me, on this particular album with the Book of Ryan, I didn't feel that way, and I feel that way because with these uh, stories, even though he was talking about it, the way he was talking about it wasn't the tone was different. When Logic was talking about it, is as if he's speaking to us. Where the way that I feel Royce did it in this particular project was he's not talking to us he's talking to himself he's talking to himself and and breaking down the story to himself to kind of get a better understanding of it of why his brother was doing the things he was doing why like because in the moment you're like man this this dude's being a fucking asshole like chill out nigga like damn like you know what i'm saying like bruh like we don't have to go you ain't gotta go fight everybody but on that level of reflection he's going this is what happened Oh, but this is why he did it. Right. And so that's why for right. me, it just felt a little bit different. But again, like I said, I definitely can understand how it came off and how it felt with you because that's exactly how I felt about that Logic Project. I really enjoyed the project. I really enjoyed the songs that he, where that was in. But it was like, man, just find another way of delivering it. Make it a bar, you know. Right, that's true. So, so like, I definitely get where you're coming from for that. But for me, I didn't. I didn't. For me, because of it, felt more of a reflection than um, him kind of preaching or talking to us. Uh, I took it. I internalized it differently. Um, It felt more like a therapy session where logic was to me. It felt like he was just telling us a story. Right. And uh, for this one. uh, there was several standout tracks for me of features, and one of those features, of course, we got to go to uh, Caterpillar with Eminem. Even yeah. though for me that track really doesn't fit the album to me. No, it's a different sound. Definitely, yeah. absolutely a different sound. Definitely a different sound from the album. Yeah, but it was, it was it, I mean, it was a good track, man. I mean, you know, uh, the last time we really heard from Eminem, he wasn't really. And impressed. I, I mean, I I know I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't impressed by that album. You know, <laughs> I wasn't impressed by that album at all. We, I think me and you guys we was in touch with each other during the time. Yep. You know what I mean? I just, and we wasn't really trying to like like even build on that. You know what I mean? It just wasn't. You know. So to hear Eminem get this bag lyrically over a beat like that, I mean, it was good to hear, but like. Was like sounding of the album and the rest of the tracks definitely didn't fit. But it was a great, it was a great track. They should have just did this like a little, little release. Yeah, exactly. I was, shit. I was just, but, I was just about to say that they should have just did this as a one-off, or um, even at the least, for me, they should have put this on as a bonus track. If you want to, like, if you want to keep it on this album, I would have put it as a bonus track. But I really right. think it should have been just separate. It just should have been 
you know, something that they, you know, just threw out there to give people like what we want. We want we want to hear them together. The collaboration between them two was great. It just wasn't fitting for this album. No, it wasn't. The first one was Sonic Blue Loose. It didn't fit at all. Yeah, the only loose. Yeah, it is very good track. The only the loose uh, tie-in to the to the rest of the album is the the idea of the caterpillar of um, transforming, metamorphosizing, um, evolving. Of because that's kind of of what this album is to me is Royce looking at his life and and analyzing it to determine how he should approach relationships with people in his life and basically how to transform and be and, and evolve and be a better person because you understand why you did what you did and why other people did what they did. And then that gives you better understanding of how to work and, and approach and be around these people and, and give what you want to give. Because a lot of times we all have, we, we tend to have good intentions to do things, but if that other person doesn't know what your intentions are, they might misinterpret the route at which you went about doing it. And similar to like I was talking, how he brings up about his brother. His brother has good intentions. His intentions is, I want to protect us. I want to protect our family. I want to protect my brothers. I want to protect my mother from a father figure who I figure, who he sees is abusive or overbearing in, in other respects. That's right. great. You know, that's great to have, to, to, to want to protect your family. But if you're Absolutely. going about it in the route of I'm going to fight everybody, which gets you locked up or which can then be have a, a negative effect on your family. Because if you're trying to fight everybody and you're that angry dude, when people want to get mad at him, they're going to go after the family. It's, it's, it's the, the hero complex. How do the villains get the hero? They go after the people they love. Right. So yeah. so it's, it's, it's that idea. Exactly. So, so is that idea of yeah, he has good intentions of wanting to to be that that positive role model and and uh, protector, but he's just going about it all wrong. So I I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, I thought the whole family dynamic was interesting. How he laid it out and just kind of put his heart on his sleeve, and I thought that was also very important to making this album as cohesive as it was. And he tackles so many issues uh, that I also think it's accredited to him as well because there's so many issues that are hard to address. Um, you know, mental health, uh, family dynamics, uh, addiction, anger management. All of those topics are, are, are thrown in throughout here. But another great feature to me was uh, the Bubble of Boat uh, with uh, J. Cole. Uh, the production in there is oh, so yeah. smooth. It's so smooth. J. Yeah. Cole and Royce, the their the way that they counteract each other. I w it wasn't I didn't expect that. When I first saw the title and I saw that J. Cole was going to be that feature, I figured it would be a good track, but I didn't think they would blend as well as they did. Um, which was a surprise to me. What did you think about that that track? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought when I saw Cole's name was going just gonna be like he was going through like a hook or something. Mm -hmm. J. Cole good for that sometimes. You know, yeah, yeah. Like a J. Cole feature, and then you, you, you turn the track on, and he's just doing a hook and shit. <laughs> yep. and now he, he, you know what I mean? Because now he does that shit. Mm -hmm. with other, like, big A-list MCs, like, like you know, uh, uh, Ross, you know, he would do some shit like that. Like, yeah, get the, you see the, the feature, and they'll just be doing a hook. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the MC would be going in. Oh, uh, uh, no, it's definitely a good song. I absolutely enjoyed it, you know what I mean? Uh, lyricism. Lyricism level, I have to stress that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
you know, and that's that's what when I saw the title, that's what I was hoping to get. And I, I did keep in mind that maybe it was just be on the hook, but no, you know what I mean? They went in and did, they did their thing. Yeah, we Both are, of them. Yeah, a cool, a, a full verse. Um, the the other track that I really enjoyed, um, based on the features, was Outside with Marsha Ambrosia and Robert Glasberg. Oh, yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was dope. That was I, I, I think, I mean, yeah. Marsha, her voice is beautiful uh, already. Yes. Um, she just has a beautiful, and something about Marsha with introspective lyrical rappers goes so well together. The track that she did with uh, Kendrick for the Dr. Dre album, For the Love of Money, it just has a great, just something about her voice uh, really works well with lyrical uh, lyrical rappers because they know how to pick nice production. Jazz-centered production usually as well, and I think that's why it works so well. Um, and I really enjoy Robert Glasper's work. For those out there that don't aren't familiar with Robert Glasper, he's a, a, jazz, a classically trained... Um, Jazz pianist has a uh, black radio one and two. He has uh, Robert Glasper covers. He did uh, a recent project with Ketaronda, um, that's really great as well. And then he did a kind of a, a play on Miles Davis's music. He's a, he's a really talented uh, a guy, a really talented artist. I definitely say you should check that out. And this track really was well done, in my opinion, and. The track that was surprising to me, especially the features, was the Pusha T, Jada Kiss, Fabulous, Summer on Oh, Live. yeah, that was, that was just Yeah, see, that's, that's one thing Morris does. He did, that, he did that before, man. He does that kind of shit, man. You'll be shocked the way he put a feature together. You know what I mean? Like that. That's like a big, that's a, that would be a big deal for radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the radio doesn't play the shit. Mm -hmm. That's the shit that kills me over here. You know what I mean about shit like that. Like that should be a, that's one of the radio charts. Even though it doesn't sound super commercial, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But that's the fact that those guys are all on one track together, and it's hard, and everybody's going in, and it should be a, a, a radio joint. That's a joint that should have got light on the radio. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, did, he, he did that before. I think on his last solo album, yeah, like a Rick Ross. Mm -hmm. It was a few cats on this one track. I forgot the name of the track, but it was it was dope, just like this one was. And uh, but he does that shit. He sneaks in like a track that got big, got big names on it. You know what I mean? It's, that's like yeah, that was a gym right there. That was a shocker. He does he does that shit, that type of shit. That's really shit right there. Yeah, that's the, how he moves. The reason for me that I wasn't expecting that is just because of. When you're listening to the album from beginning to end, outside of Caterpillar, you, you, you get this personal vibe. And then when you get to Summer Unlocked, it still fits. Because when you, when, when you hear what they're talking about, that concept of, of you know, Summer Unlocked, it fits into what, comes, what, what follows it. Of, you know, later on protecting Ryan, strong friends, of, and, and that scene of them at the basketball court. Because, what a, well, I know what I did when I was younger on the summers, it was, you got to be outside. Mom's like, no, you, no you, you be outside until the street lights come on. When the street lights come on, that's when you bring your ass inside. That's, that's how, that's how my mom would told us, like, you're not going to stay inside watching TV all day. No, you're going to be outside. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were doing, yeah, we wasn't doing that. 
you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of the feel that I got from that Summer on Lock is that feeling of when I was young, like when you outside playing in the park. It, it actually reminded me of the summers uh, that I had that I spent in uh, when I lived in Boston, you know, playing basketball, summer outside, you walking outside, even though it's summer, you still walking outside in your Tim's down the street you know it's warm outside you feel that that uh the humidity so everybody's wearing either tank tops or t-shirts on whatever and you just feel that that vibe that that just that energy that summer energy and so that summer a lot kind of encapsulated that feeling and then which kind of gave it a high kind of a high note kind of feeling and then you get to you know the protecting ryan's ryan skit which kind of brings you back down to earth like oh yeah this is uh, a darker kind of um uh album in 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 themes. So I thought that was interesting as well. The other thing I do want to to mention is what did you think about the Caterpillar remix with uh Logic and King Green? Oh, I wasn't really feeling. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I well, like Logic. You know I mean? <laughs> and I like Logic and I just I was like, eh. yeah, I was I was just waiting and the way that they did the beat, you kind of feel like you feel like you're gonna get something. You're waiting for for this like uh like this 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 bar to come like this line, and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting, and then it never comes. Uh, so especially to me when you went from the Caterpillar, like if you're gonna go Caterpillar with Eminem and Royce, the remix has to top the initial one, and this one didn't. Yeah, now I was definitely wasn't hitting like that. So, I was definitely not impressed. Yeah. So, kind of to to kind of wrap things up uh, here. For me, like I said, I really enjoyed uh, Royce the Five Nines project, Book of Ryan. I thought it was very personal, um, and it just felt so well crafted, and and he paid attention to. Every single line, every single word was very scrutinized, it seems like. Just also going back real quick, I, ha- I feel like I have to touch on uh, the track Strong Friends. Um, because on the Stay Woke podcast, we always oh, talk yeah. about mental health and, and how important that is. I just thought that was key. And as well as the fact that he he tied in personally and then he, he tied it in for all of us to feel it of uh, different artists um, like Bennington from uh, Lincoln Park, you know, those fans that are still kind of uh, dealing with that loss, they can kind of tie it in and and realize and take some positive out of it. Yeah, it's a, it is a tragedy that uh, that they committed suicide, but at the same time, let's let's figure out some positives about it and let's not let this happen to one of our friends, people that we think are strong, and and even if they do that, that doesn't mean that they're not strong um, as well. I think right. this was a strong message as well. So uh, yeah, I, I like I like the whole idea of that song and uh, an awareness. You know, I dealt with a lot of that growing up too, as well with my family and uh, my mom and things like that. So I definitely was feeling what he was going through, go, going with, with with that track. Definitely, and I realized I'm a strong friend and think they're gonna be strong twenty four seven and mm-hmm. they rely on them. Um, what about them? What about when they when they can't be strong? Exactly. What about people? You know what I mean? What about they having to all say, are they are they going through some issues? Or who's going to be strong for them? Exactly. That's yeah, true. That was very powerful. Everybody doesn't want to display their issues out on, on Front Street. So, but everybody does need somebody. Uh, we all need help. We all need somebody to talk to, somebody to vent, somebody to, to bounce things off of. 
So just, you know, I think it's important that we all listen to each other a little bit more and, and, and try to help each other a little bit more, especially Learn. In, Absolutely. In, in, regards so to, yeah, in regards to mental health. For me, uh, like I said, uh, for, before we, in the beginning of this episode, this project really resonated with me because of all, the, all those facets that we just mentioned. But I think both of these projects should be listened to are really good projects. And hey, don't forget about the track, Stay Woke. Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> yeah. That uh, we we can't. You know, we had to mention that. Just, you know, stay woke podcast. Um, that is uh, a great track, and um, the message that it's trying to uh, portray of of being aware of your surroundings, being aware of what's going on, and not just taking that uh, surface level stuff of this is what they say it is. No, do your own research. Find out more. Find out is this the truth? Is this the truth uh, for me? Because everybody has their own truth. Now, well, now understand, is that your truth or is that everybody's truth or others' truth? And, and try to um, be understanding of others' truths as well. well we because we all, have, yeah, we all have different experiences and, yeah, you have to stay woke. But uh, you also should check out uh, Styles P's G-Host or Ghost uh, album as well. It's a really nice project as well. Is there anything else you want to add about either of these two projects before we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, um, lyrically, I think people should pay attention this time to Styles with the hunger. Mm. Um, he's giving you the old style. He also gives you the mature, elevated styles too. When he can, when he's throwing it, and he's throwing in the spiritual, the spiritual, um, conscious, conscious part aspects of his lyricism. I mean, he's giving you that hunger, hardcore shit. He also gives you some deep shit at the same time. You combine the both. And it's just an L project. This is one of my favorite Styles P albums, man, for sure. And, and, and that's, that's the most interesting thing about it. Both of them are saying so much. Um, Styles P is saying it uh, in a different pers- from a different perspective. And like you said, it is from an elevated, um, more mature, but still talking that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still is is elevated and mature and then you know he's thought it through. But styles is styles. And 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 we don't Whoa. want that we don't we, we don't want that part of him to change. We do want people to mature, we do want people to grow and elevate, but you should still keep some a, a, a part of yourself, an essence of yourself, and that wasn't lost with this album uh for uh Styles P. And on the flip side for Royce the five nine, this was a very personal album. Um, very right. introspective. Like I said, I can see for a lot of people why it will be hard for you to listen repeatedly over and over again in, in that manner because of some of the content, especially if it if, if it's something that you've gone through or you know people that have gone through, it might be hard to kind of relive those moments over and over and over again by listening to it like that. Um, so I can definitely understand that quality of it, but he's still saying, still saying things that are, are important and can help other people kind of self, I don't want to say self-therapy, but uh, self-heal, kind of analyze their selves, because that's what he's in essence doing here. He's analyzing himself as well as his brothers and his family uh, and seeing how all that played a role in it. And I think it's important for people to do that at times because you don't know the effect that you have on other people or the effect that other people have on you if you don't sit down and reflect on it and, and see how they're affecting you and why they're affecting you, as well as if they should be affecting you. So these are all things that are important that he kind of touches on in the in this album. 
both again like i said both of them you should get uh, for very very different reasons and let us know what you think about them let us know do you resonate with a style speed album more than uh book of ryan and, and vice versa and why let us know if you agree with uh trav you agree with me you disagree with us either way just you know Conversate with us. Give us, give, us give us your feedback, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We, we, we love doing these episodes. We love but we love to hear from the people. Let us know um, if we broke it down right and if we, uh, if there's stuff that we didn't touch on that we, that, that we would like us to touch on in the future with these projects or, or just the way, you know, the, the track selection that resonated with us and resonated with you. Just, you know, hit us back, man. Give us your feedback. Yeah, definitely. You can definitely reach Trav. I'll have his Instagram information in the description. So just click on that link and follow him. He's a great follow. He posts often and he responds. He comments. He he uh, interacts with you. So definitely follow him and interact with him. Definitely follow us, the Say Woke Podcast uh, or the Sonic Breakdown on any of our platforms. And like we said, leave us comments, leave us reviews. Like I said earlier, we love five-star uh, reviews on iTunes. We'll take four, but we love five. <laughs> so if you can give four. us the five, uh, we would appreciate that. And and it does help, and it does um, it means a lot to us as well uh, to get your feedback. So I want to say thank you again to Trav. For real, for real, I do appreciate uh, you doing these uh, episodes with me. I think you provide an interesting perspective, giving that thank that you. that East Coast flair. Thank you, man. No problem, no problem. I, I appreciate doing it. No problem, I appreciate, appreciate it. All the time. And uh, you know we'll definitely have Trav back, so you, you this will not be the last time you hear from him. As uh, Jalen and Jacoby always say, we're not done. We're not done. Right. <laughs> so we'll be we back. Plenty more to go. Exactly. We got, we got plenty more to go. Always going to be more music to talk about. So I want to say thank you to all of our listeners and our fans and our followers out there. Uh, thank you for listening to the Stay Woke Podcast. Uh, follow us on YouTube and, and subscribe there as well. And you know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more. And we're out. Bye.